بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We thank Allah Jalla wa'ala for having granted us the opportunity once again to go over another surah in the Qur'an. Bi'ithnillah, today we will be going over Surah Al-Feel, the surah or the chapter of the elephant. Something interesting to mention, most people, most of the Muslims from this surah, Surah Al-Feel, up to the end of the Qur'an, Surah Al-Nas, these 10 chapters most of the Muslims have memorized. These are the surahs that are constantly recited in salah when a person performs their salah or whenever a person wants to recite or teach the children after Surah Al-Fatiha, they usually start with these surah or these chapters. As mentioned before, it's important for us to memorize them, to understand their meanings and where we can, we teach others firstly how to recite them, then to memorize them and what's also important or what would be of great benefit is if we are also able to give the people who we are teaching a brief breakdown or a small summary or meaning. What is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking about in these surahs, these chapters, these verses that we constantly read in our salawat? If we know this, we will be able to ponder over it deeper. Subhanallah, when you carry on pondering over these verses, you would find that you are able to extract benefit, things that you never ever thought of bi'ithnillah. That's why it is mentioned, some of the scholars, some of the pious predecessors, the Sahaba also, from amongst them, there were people who could recite one verse the whole night because they would read it, ponder over it, read it, ponder over it. They would be able to derive so much from this one verse. And for us to get there, especially if we don't know the Arabic language, the least we can do or the first step we can take is just trying to understand what's going on in the surah. Surah Al-Feel, for example, what is it talking about? Which elephant is being spoken about? Or what army came to destroy the Kaaba? So it's important for us to try and understand these surah and teach them especially to the younger generation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins by saying, أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ بِأَصْحَابِ الْفِيلِ did you not see, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, do you not know, were you not informed about what your Lord did to the army who came with elephants? Basically, the people of the elephant. In brief, one of the leaders in Yemen had made some sort of structure for people to come and worship. He tried to imitate the Kaaba. In the same way people would go for Hajj, he wanted them, instead of going for Hajj, he wanted them to come to Yemen. After realizing that the Arabs were not going to leave Makkah, they were not going to leave the Hajj, he then decided to go out and destroy the Kaaba so they would be forced to divert and come to Yemen and perform Hajj at this place of worship that he had built. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions how he came out with his army going towards Makkah and they went on elephants in order to destroy the Kaaba. Allah Jalla wa'ala then mentions, Alam yaj'al kaydahum fi tadlil. Did you not see, O Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how your Lord foiled their plot? They had a plan and their plan backfired. How did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deal with such a great army? Did he send malaika? Did he cause the earth beneath them to crumble or suck them in? Allah Jalla wa'ala says, وَأَرْسَلَ عَلَيْهِمْ طَيْرًا أَبَابِيلٍ Allah Jalla wa'ala sent birds in flocks or groups in order to destroy them. 
What did these birds have? They pelted this army with stones of baked clay. After this army was pelted, it was as though they were vegetation or crops or grass that had been eaten by animals and then left behind and trampled over. In other words, they had been destroyed fully. After this event occurred, the people named that year after it. So it was the year of the elephant, Amul Fil, when the army who came with elephants to destroy the Kaaba and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dealt with them because this was something major. It's also mentioned that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born during this year. Bismillah. When we go over Surah Quraysh, we will see how some of the scholars mention that this surah, Surah Al-Fil, is connected to Surah Quraysh because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the people of Makkah, the people of Quraysh, that all this happened, one of the opinions is, so that Quraysh became known and feared and respected amongst all the people who lived around. They started respecting them, knowing that because of the Kaaba, they were protected. Bismillah, we will go over that in Surah Quraysh. One of the benefits we can take from this surah is look at how another tyrant mentioned in the Quran, Abraha, who came with his elephants in order to destroy the Kaaba. He thought he was going to destroy the Kaaba. Little did he know that he was walking into his own destruction. In the same way, when we look at the story of Fir'aun, he went running behind Banu Israel and Musa السلام, thinking that he would catch them. He eventually was drowned and destroyed. And this teaches us when it comes to oppression, it never lasts. Also, we should never be from the oppressors. We should never be from people who target others unjustly. Because sometimes when you think that you are going to do something to somebody else, you may not realize that you may be walking into your own destruction. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.